All right, hello everyone, and welcome to another music podcast. I'm your host Chris Platty. Alongside me is my friend Colin Popo. Colin, how you doing? Good. How are you? Doing good. Doing good. All right. So today the big subject is TDE and in particular rap labels. So I wanted to start with TDE, and it looks like they're scheduled for a big 2016. They have Kendrick Lamar, who already released Untitled Unmastered. Schoolboy Q has an album coming out in the spring. SZA has an album coming out in the summer. And Absol, Isaiah Rashad, and J-Rock are all scheduled to release albums in 2016 as well. So TDE is no doubt a successful label with Good Kid, Mad City, Oxymoron, To Pimp a Butterfly... They're one of the best labels in the in the last couple of years. Colin, in your opinion, is TDE the best r- label in rap right now? I'm going to say heck yes, man. Definitely. I mean, if you look at their consistency, I mean, every year they're kicking top stuff out. Right? Yeah, I mean, they really are. Um, just to go over their discography real quick, and I want to compare them to some other independent labels that are on their level. Going back in the last five years, you can argue that they've had the most successful run. 2011, you had Section 80 by Kendrick Lamar yep. and Habits and Contradictions by Schoolboy Q, which was pretty good, along with Control by Absol. Then 2012, you had Good Kid, Mad City. 2014, you had Oxymoron, Schoolboy Q, Isaiah Rashad. 2015, you had To Pimp a Butterfly, obviously. So you have, you have like two classics and, and really no weak albums. I mean, if you look at that list, Colin, you don't, I don't really see a weak project on there, do no, you? No, and if you look at it, most of those got nominations. Yeah, so. most of them got nominations or at least uh, were top in sales in, in the year, which Definitely. is amazing for an independent label. Definitely. So um, And then after To Pippa Butterfly, let's not forget 90059 by J-Rock, which was a good album, and exactly. the recently released Untitled Unmastered which was a compilation of leftover tracks from To Pimp a Butterfly. So I want to, now that you know their discography, I want to get into some other independent labels that are on their on their level and kind of compare them. So I'll start with Dreamville, which is kind of their rival in a way, head, headlined by J. Cole and Boss. Uh, they don't really have much of a discography right now. They have the Cole World Sideline, they have Born Sinner, Forest Hills Drive, and Boss uh, Boss's new album. TD is better than that label, right? Oh yeah, I'd say so. I mean, yeah. they got they got heavy hitters, but, but outside I mean, of that, yeah, yeah. Look at the full team of uh, yeah, you know, TDE the f- man. The full team of TDE again: Kendrick Lamar, Schoolboy Q, who are, are arguably two of the top five in the game, definitely. I mean, and then uh, SZA, who's an amazing singer; Absol, who's a really good MC; Isaiah Rashad, who we both talked about before the podcast. Yeah. We think he's up and coming. Oh, he's definitely up and coming. And he's gonna be top. J-Rock's a guy who's really slept on, in my opinion, a guy who doesn't really get the yeah, props he deserves. I don't, I don't get that, because I feel like he was almost coming up the same time as Kendrick. I yeah, mean, he, he, was, he was hitting hard. Yeah, he kind of had his moments before, and you see whenever he collabs with Kendrick, he always, Kills like, Money, Money Trees was Murdered, was yeah. one of his best works. And then also on Untitled Unmastered, I really like Untitled 5, where he is featured in with Kendrick. He did well on that. I so. mean, killing everything. So he's he's a really good artist. Um, let's go into good music now. Good music is headlined by Pusha T, Big Sean. They also have Designer and Q-Tip and a singer John Legend, Side yeah. the Prince, they Most Def. They got they got a pretty talented roster on paper, and if you look at their discography, they got Big Sean releasing Finally Famous. Uh, obviously, his album from last year, Dark Sky Paradise. Yeah. 
Pusha T has his uh, EP, and before that he had My Name Is My Name, and the King Push album, which is coming out this summer. I'm very excited for that. Okay. Uh, Kid Cudi is also a part of a part of the label. So, looking at these discographies, how do you, and this roster? Do you think it stacks up too? See, they're more competition, but yeah. I still feel still feel TDE's got it, man. I mean, John Legend though, that's major hit. Yeah, but that's a I major still hit. feel. I don't know Kendrick right now, man. Kendrick, the, Kendrick's the guy right now. Different, different, you know, styles and stuff. But I don't know. I still, yeah. I still feel TDs out winning here. No, so. I agree. Like this is this is much better competition than Dreamville. You do have Pusha T, Big Sean, designer yeah. who has a hit, but I don't really, I don't really want to throw him too high we, up. Yeah, we got to see how that's gonna go. Yeah, we got to see how I mean, it plays out. So I, mean, I don't know. Panda's hitting yeah. number ones though, so I don't know. Yeah, so but I mean, you over. I think overall, you look at the depth of uh, TDE. I think it stacks up better because I think Kendrick and Q, in my opinion, are better than anyone on this list. Would you Would you agree with that? Uh, uh, yeah, I'd agree. Yeah, I'd so agree. so if if you have the two top hitters, then you're probably going to be the better roster, yeah, in my opinion. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. And and again with discographies, they got some good. They got some good ones. Finally Famous was pretty good. Indicud was good. Dark Sky Paradise was okay. Yeah. Um, Hall of Fame with Big Sean again was okay. So they they have a bunch of solid projects. But again, TDE has at least two classics with Good Kid and To Pimp a Butterfly. Those are for sure classics. Mm-hmm. Oxymoron is a really, really good album. Probably not a classic, but a really good one and yeah. a really solid modern yeah. album. We can only expect uh, improvement on the next one with Schoolboy Q. I mean, yeah, a couple singles that are being released, man. Yeah, they're they're great. I mean, that part is I sweet. Mean, that part, oh yeah. yeah. All right, so let's move on to MMG Maybach Music Group. We got headlined by Rick Ross and the, and Meek Mill. They got Wale and Gunplay, which are four pretty talented MCs, and then Omarion, who's a pretty good singer. Yep. Uh, they don't really looking at their. I'm not gonna go through their entire discography of the last five years, but Dreams and Nightmares by Meek Mill is pretty good. Uh, Mastermind by Rick Ross is pretty good. The album about nothing by Wale was pretty good, and um, what was the other? One? Oh, Black Market I liked by Rick Ross, yep. which was okay. But again, yeah. all of these projects are okay. I think they're solid. Yeah. I don't think they're better than TDE though. Or yeah, I mean, I mean, they're good. I mean, you just don't see them as much. Mm-hmm. I feel like you know, like in, I, in all the news and stuff. You yeah, see I don't these. feel like they get the recognition either because I, yeah, yeah. Cause they put out they put out a lot of like I said those were those were all those, the, their names top solid. records. Yeah, yeah, but I don't. But TDE still man getting that notification. Yeah, exactly. So which is crazy. Um. So ASAP Worldwide, their roster consists of mostly Rocky and Ferg. They have a bunch of other people, yeah. but I'm not going to really get into that. Uh, they have they have a pretty good discography if you look at it. You have Long Live ASAP by Rocky, which was good. Uh, Lords Never Worry ASAP Mob. You have Long Live ASAP with ASAP Rocky. Trap Lord with Ferg. At Long Last ASAP with ASAP Rocky. And Always Strive and Prosper, which wasn't as good as i expected it to be in my opinion but still a pretty good project with yeah. ferg mm-hmm. so agree. so i mean that's a pretty good discography but again i don't see that matching again it comes down to the lineups it does they, they got more hitters they yeah, they TD. do td I mean, has more hitters and if and again to go back to td like you look at that roster and there's not a weak link either like yeah. all these other ones we've yeah. named so far have at There's least one, one I mean, or two weak links. Yeah, where yeah. TDE might not have the biggest roster, but everyone on it is very good. Yeah, 
Yeah, I, I would agree. There's a couple weak links in all of them, but in TDE, man, I don't, I don't know. It's hard to pick if yeah. there's a weak link or not because they're it, all, they're all kicking it top is. stuff. I mean, Isaiah Rashad right now would be perceived as the weakest link, but like we said, we both think he's on the come up, and yeah. he's, he's pretty good. We'll see with the next project. All right, so cinematic. Now, this is a, this is I think a pretty good roster. You got Smoke Dizza, who I kind of like. Big Crit, who's Big pretty crit. good. Joey yeah. Badass, all of pro era, which is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kirk Knight and and Mick Jenkins. Yeah. And they got some good ones. They got a lot of projects from Crit, Return of Forever, Forever in a Day, yep. 1999 by Joey Badass. I really like the pro era sex tape. Um, Live from the Underground by Crit, uh, Summer Nights by Joey Badass, Sex Tape Two, The Shift by Pro Era, and um, Cadillac with by crit and uh before the money by joey Baz, which i really like so yeah they got some pretty solid albums on they there do. too they do uh i think so far i think looking i would say that cinematic as we go down the list so far i think they're the closest in my opinion they might uh, i don't think the roster is as good as uh good music with big sean push a t and all them but i think that if i think that discography is pretty good but yeah the discography is good who, who do you think stands out the most then in this label uh, in in this label, I think yeah. Joey Badass to me Joey is the Badass. best. I, but I do like Big Crit as well. So okay, no, I agree. I agree. They they're strong. And they're I also really like um, again, he's not going to be as talented as Joey Badass or Big Crit, but I also really like Nick Caution from Pro Era. I like okay. him a lot. Yeah. You've, okay, now these two labels, I kind of wanted to throw them out there. They're kind of they they are independent in a way, but they're above. They're a level above in terms of distribution than TDE. And that's Shady Records with Eminem, D12, Slaughterhouse, Yell Wolf, and Bad Meets Evil, and YMCMB, which we'll get into in a second. But Shady Records, you have Bad Meets Evil held the sequel. You have Slaughterhouse's Welcome to Our House, Marshall Mathers LP2, and Shady 15. So again, these are these are okay projects, but they're not anything. I love Bad Meets Evil, but there's nothing that stands to tde right now and this is over the last five years obviously if you go back in history eminem released seven albums under this label so this label has some good albums to it but again we're comparing in recency and right now and i think the last five years is a good sample for that uh ymcmb you have lil wayne Nicki minaj drake is under is under it as well their discography they have they haven't really, in my opinion, they haven't really had many good albums or great albums since the Carters, since the first three yeah. Carters. Um, Carter 4, I wasn't a fan of. I do like Take Care by Drake, but again, that's a project that we talked about on, on our Views podcast the other day, that Take Care is kind of like mostly the weekend's project. Yeah. They wrote a lot of the yeah. album and everything, so... Uh, Pink Friday by Nicki Minaj is okay, not the biggest Nicki Minaj fan, and Pink Prince okay as well, so... Under them, though, is OVO, which is Drake's label, the OVO sound roster, which is just, it's small. I don't want to compare it to TDE because it's only been around a couple years now. It's been around, I believe, four years. Mm-hmm. And it's just Drake, Party Next Door, Roy Woods, and DVSN. So, again, just a bunch of singers and Drake. Yeah. Nothing really special. Nothing that's really going to stand to TDE, in my, my opinion. But under the discography, they do have a pretty good discography. Because it started in 2012, you start with 2013. Nothing was the same by Drake. If you're reading this, it's too late. What a time to be alive and views, which are all four pretty good albums yep. or or EPs, whatever you want to consider. What a time to be alive. Uh, now speaking of future, I had free bands on here because I did some research into them. 
But to me, future and free bands is that great because it just has future and Metro booming. The roster doesn't go much deeper than that. It has a few guys, but nothing, okay. nothing that stands out. Um, and then the last one I wanted to bring up was Grand Hustle roster. T.I., B.O.B., Travis Scott, who released Rodeo, which I really liked, yeah. and uh, Young Dro. So they were pretty good. But again, look at theirs. I just noted the ones that stand out, and there's and it's Strange Clouds by B.O.B., which is okay. Uh, Trouble Man by T.I. wasn't his greatest project. Wasn't even that good, in my opinion. And Rodeo, which was really the only project I, I liked from this discography. Yeah. If you're going over just the uh, the labels and stuff, no one's going to really stand up the TD. But certain artists from the labels, I feel mm-hmm. like you were just going over, like Drake, even yeah. though it, it depends on how you feel about Drake, but Drake's big. Yeah, Drake's So yeah, coming over that, I just feel like there, there are other people from other labels that are going to stand up to TD for sure. But I, I still feel like TD is the most solid. I, I want to go back to Drake. I mean, Drake is, is, look, regardless of if you think he's the best or not, you can... You can say, no doubt, he is the biggest name. More people know him than they know Kendrick. I know, And, and anyone else, Schoolboy Q, whoever else on, on TDE. So he is the biggest name, so that's a huge plus. But outside of that, like I said, we they're kind of hard to judge for me because the rest of their guys are, are mostly singers and yes. occasional yeah. rappers versus TDE, which has all rappers it's, and, and it's one different singer. different styles and different fan bases right. is what gets confusing. Exactly. So. What is the, of all the ones I went through, which one do you think stands the closest to? The closest chance? Um, man, I don't know. Good music is hard. Good like music, I said. think, is pretty good. Like you said, Pusha T and Big Sean. Um, I don't know. There's good music, and then MMG. MMG, eh? Nah, not really. ASAP. ASAP, strong too. ASAP, strong, yeah. Um, I'm gonna say. And then cinematic, cinematic. which was the other one that I kind of like. That's that's the one you said. That's yeah. the one you said. I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say good music. Yeah. Good music for me is is the closest up there. Yeah. In in terms of all their artists and being consistency right. with T D and stuff, I'm gonna say they're the closest. Yeah, because I think there. that I think that if you look at them that talent wise, I think that they closest match T D E of all the labels we said. Mm-hmm. And project wise, I would say the only one I like better is the cinematic records. Okay. But um their discography's still pretty good. We got of course, finally famous into Cud by Kid Cudi, which I like. I love Kid Cudi, so I mean, exactly. I, it's, it, yeah. I'm a little biased on Kid Cudi, so oh, I mean, oh man. me too, me too. <laughs> like even his stuff. I'll tell you what, the one thing, and we'll get back on track in a second. But I gotta <laughs> say this: I did not like uh, Speeding Bullet to Heaven or whatever it was. Yeah, could not, could yeah not, I, whatever yeah. project that was. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I'm not a fan either. But not yeah. Old school Cuddy though. I yeah, mean, come on. But but Cuddy, Cuddy before Speeding Bullet to Heaven was <laughs> is amazing. Um, I feel like Pusha T. We're talking a lot about underrated artists. I feel he's one of the biggest underrated. Artists, yeah, the biggest underrated yeah. artists. Yeah, I, I would say for sure because his last album was. Popular. Yeah, that EP that he had yeah. with uh, Untouchable. That was yeah. with there a was big a couple, sample. There was a couple joints on that that I was like, damn. Yeah, and, and again, that was just an EP to an album that's coming out this year. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I oh, believe okay. it's I believe it's scheduled for a summer. Yeah, I, apparently those were just like the ten tracks that actually didn't make it. Really? So yeah. Oh, okay, I did not know that. So the like, first and time th- those this. were some. They had some crazy moments oh, on that. Yeah, so. there was some cool stuff. Yeah, yeah it so. was definitely different. It was different. It was new introduction to the the, the game and stuff, man. Yeah, it was, it was cool. 
and he's uh now by the way he's now the president of Good Music actually. Uh, Kanye West I believe transferred it over to him. Oh, I didn't know, know that funny. either. Damn. So all right, well, he's coming then. Yeah, <laughs> if he's underrated, <laughs> exactly. I mean you better know him if he's president. It, so Big Sean, um, I was actually surprised. I thought Logic was a part of Good Music roster, but he he isn't. Is he he's under. He's under, he's under Death Jam in some way. I don't know if it's his own label or if it's, uh, or if it's someone else's, okay. but or if All it's right. or he might just be directly under Death Jam and okay. not have his own, uh, not have his own label yet. Because you see that with a lot of artists, they'll release their first two albums or whatever, and then that that gives them the funds to start their own, yeah. the funds and the yeah. fan base to start their own Definitely. label. Yeah, MMG I think is pretty good too with Rick Ross, Meek Mill. You just don't hear about him yeah, you, as much you don't. anymore. I mean, where, where's Meek Mill been, bro? Exactly. Where's he been since back to back? I don't know. I don't know. Um, so, with that being said, I do want to get into another reason why I think TD is the best, and this has nothing to do with the rosters or anything, but I think how they run. We talked about this before the podcast. A little bit, a little bit. How efficiently they run. Because you look at the way the way they do business there is they do everything on their own terms, and what they do is they'll take an artist like let's say Kendrick who's scheduled to release, and they push all their time and attention to that artist, and the and the whole entire team does it, not just the artist, the actual label group itself, yep. and all the funding goes to that guy, and then once they release, it's just on to the next one. And so on and so on. So it's like a machine, man. It, it it really is. It's like yeah. a well-run machine, and I think that's what makes their project so much better. Is instead of having each artist independently do their own thing, they have the support of the entire yeah. label for however long it takes for them to get the project done, which I think is really, uh, I think is really special and unique. And I also think that they play by their own rules yeah. rather. No, so I, I agree. They release when they want to and everything. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of suspense and excitement around yeah. them because mm-hmm. of that. So I just think overall they run things very smoothly. Yeah. I think that that allows them to be good because if you take a lot of these artists, I don't know if they are the artists they are, if they're not with TDE, honestly. Yeah. Like, no, for sure. Cause it, it almost seems like, like you said, every, all the artists get behind a certain artist when mm-hmm. it's time to release. It's almost like they go studio to studio, you know, and whoever's time it is, they're just fully behind. They're all kicking ideas to each other and pushing yeah. stuff up. Besides for Q, Q's locked up in his mansion right now with yeah. his kid kicking in the back and all that if you follow him on Snapchat. But other yeah. than that, no, no, can... that's good. I was just about to bring up Q on Snapchat because I was watching his Snapchat and it's funny how he'll, um, You'll just see, like, he'll be in the studio or whatever, and this was before he was recording whatever this album's called. We don't know at the moment, and we don't know when it's coming out. It's scheduled for spring, so we'll see. We imagine soon. But with this album, when when they were recording it, you just see randomly Kendrick Lamar in the studio or J-Rock in the studio. They were just in the background. Like, the artists are always there with each other, which is so cool. As sidetrack, just Mac Miller always in the background on sushi dates, if you you ever want to see that kicking in there. But, yeah, no, you're right. You're right. You can see all of them working together. They do do work together. Yeah, they they do. And um, there was one, remember that... Uh, fight video that surface between uh, Schoolboy Q and Kendrick. No, you, I don't. You, I don't know okay, what you're so talking about what happened. Okay, so there was this situation. I want to say it's real quick. Um, it's funny. This happened probably within that same week that the Snapchat of Q and Kendrick in the studio or whatever. <laughs> but it was um, apparently there was like a rumor report that they got into a fight. 
Okay. And uh, basically, basically, it was just Kendrick said, you know, we were just kicking ideas and like it got intense. That's all. And so the next day they posted this video on, I think it was Instagram, <laughs> Top Dog posted it where it's just, uh, where it's just those two just like pretending to fight and they're like slapping each other and like, and like pretending to <laughs> I kick. I did not see this. It's this the funniest, is so funny, you, man. You got to look it up. Okay, it's it's one it of the funniest videos up. But no, man, TDE is cool and how they operate. And see, I like stuff with like that too, though. They let them mess around and yeah. do their own stuff, and it just gets the fans even closer. I mean, it does. They like, give them a lot of free reign to do what they want. Like I think, and another thing with that label, I think that makes it work is that you see that all these guys are like cool with each other, and they're all oh, like, yeah, they're all kind of almost in one way a family, which is really unique for yeah, a record because definitely. especially in a like hip hop is, and I say this all the time. Of all the music genres, hip hop is the one that's really a sport. Like it's yeah. very competitive. No, it is. It's, it's so very indi- individualist and competitive. So yeah. it's surprising that they're all as close as they are. Cool Schoolboy Q will always say that he's the best or whatever. And oh yeah, you know Kendrick, I, I love those man when Kendrick. he's going at Kendrick. I'm yeah. coming for your spot, man. Stuff like that. Yeah, yeah and he had sure. this one moment where he was. Uh, where Sway was like, you know, with Kendrick being top in the game or whatever, school like he was like, he's not better than me. Yeah, like he exactly. just said that in the Melvin yeah. interview. So, yeah. they're a good, they're a good group of guys, a yeah. good um, TDE. So I think we can safely come to the conclusion, right, that we both think it's by far the best in the game oh, right yeah. now, for sure, hands down. I mean, I, yeah, for me, it's always been TDE for it's, yeah. for a while now. For it's a while, and, and like we said, it's good to note that. I went back five years, and this was over the span of five years. I outlined the rosters and the releases and yeah. projects of each label, and really over the last five years, TDE is. They've the always best. been in the headlines throughout they, the five. They have, five which years. is so amazing because before 2011, I don't even think they were on the map, even in the industry. If they, if they, yeah, if they did, it was really underground. I mean, but it yeah, was. Yeah, because I looked at some of the the projects before it. I mean. The only really projects before this time period were in 2010 OD, which was kind of big by Kendrick. But yeah, that was like a local. Yeah, local that was. Though. That was still getting them on the map. Yeah, that was kind of like an industry only uh-huh. type buzz. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, TDE's been operating. So shout out to Top Dog and every one of them. And For just sure. to before we wrap this up, I want to one more time outline their scheduled releases, and I want you guys to look forward to them because we both think that all of these albums are going to be good, right? For everything. I mean, if it living up to that TDE reputation, everything's going to be top notch. Yeah, I mean, so, really, they've been bulletproof since Good Kid, Mad City. Uh, Pretty much everything they've yeah, released is good, definitely. At, at least good, if not great. Uh, so again, the scheduled outline is Kendrick Lamar, who already released Untitled, Unmastered in February. Schoolboy Q uh, announced his album is coming out in spring, so that could be any time now. We're winding down towards the end of spring and the start of summer. SZA is expected to release in the summer. She's a singer for TDE. She's the only non-rapper on TDE. Absol is apparently in the mixing stage, and it's suggested that he'll be his project will be ready by midsummer or early fall. And Isaiah Rashad is still in the creative stages. So we expect late summer or winter for his project. And J-Rock is apparently on this board. And this all surfaced from a picture that I'll, I'll post with the podcast. And it's a picture of the scheduled releases. And so for J-Rock, it's kind of funny. It just says ER because he was in the hospital at the time for yeah. a motorcycle accident. So J-Rock, um, we expect that one because he was the most recent release of TDE. Yeah. 
we expect that album to be delayed till probably the winter. That's probably going to be the last yeah. album. Yeah. So, Colin, before we get out of here, is there anything you want to plug or promote? Plug or promote? Anything. Um, Give me- all right. Well, if you don't follow William Wade, my cousin, on, on SoundCloud, you got to go follow him with his beats he's making. He's making fire beats. He hasn't posted anything in a while, but I'm going to get on him to post some stuff. And it's uh, WBW2121 on SoundCloud. You got to go check that shit out. And he then, is incredible. Uh, I, yeah, yeah, you yeah. Showed, you showed me before yeah. the podcast. And, yeah, a yeah. couple beats, a couple beats, man. Uh I don't know. I mean, I got. I I've been working on some stuff, but I don't. I don't. I don't make promises on releases anymore. So I mean, if you want to check out for some John Smith, just stay in the loop for a little bit. But yeah. other than that, I mean, I mean, it's like detox is just gonna be there one day. <clears throat> yeah. It's just gonna one day. It's just one gonna day. It's just gonna show up. I, yeah. I feel like I'm a little bit like Frank Ocean right now, like promising shit and nothing comes out. Yeah. But I don't know. Other than that, I don't just. I'm just waiting on these TDE records, man. Oh yeah, man, these TDE I, they records. They got me hype. SZA, they I haven't heard fight. a lot of SZA, to be honest. So yeah, I want to. I want to hear this new. I heard. I heard one single she did with Thundercat, which was kind of cool. Oh, Thundercat. Yeah, man, which right, is kind of cool. Right. I'll show you that after the podcast. All right. All right. So again, you can always find me on Twitter at crispy1132, and through there, you will find in my bio a link to all of my podcasts and my podcast page. And I am also in the process of converting my podcast to iTunes as well and promoting them through iTunes to make it easier for Apple users. But it, for now, it's through Podbean. And again, the link is in my Twitter, at Crispy1132. Up and coming, I'll have later today, I'll have a NBA podcast with Noah, and I'll have uh, two more hip-hop podcasts with some friends on uh, an album review of Coloring Book by Chance, the Ooh, rapper, yeah. which I know you wanted to hop on, too. I know oh, you love I Chance. I want to hop on that shit. I, so, I love that album. That album's sick, Yeah, bro. that album's incredible. Uh, mixtape, album, whatever. Whatever, yeah, whatever, whatever you want to call it. it. Yeah. Mixtape, album, whatever. Yeah. He's, get, he's hitting the charts with that, so it's all good. Yeah, and, and I think it's perfect timing talking all that talk about mixtape should have a Grammy or should be eligible for oh, a Grammy. Oh, definitely. If there's ever going to be... This one is it's definitely this one right here. <laughs> yeah, if there's need, ever going to be a mixtape that wins a Grammy, consider, it's this one. They need to consider this, yeah, definitely. Okay, so lastly, uh, the other podcast will be just kind of a, a recap as we're almost halfway through 2016, five months of the year. Uh, recapping releases and looking forward to upcoming releases with some friends Chris and Nick Heal so you'll be you'll be on the lookout for that and thanks for tuning in guys